everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And we have a very, very big story. If you've been up on The Common Sense Show in the last 24 hours, or you've been to Hal Turner's site, or you've listened to Paul Preston's Agenda 21 radio program, uh, one of the best, if not the biggest in the country, by the way, digitally, um, you have missed a lot. I think the first shots of World War III were just fired by American forces not under the direct control and day-to-day operational control of the Biden administration. And we've got uh, Jamie Walden on uh, to talk about this. Uh, Jamie has worn a lot of hats in his uh, life. He's a pastor, but he's also uh, been an experienced military officer that uh, led forces into Baghdad in uh, the Gulf War. And so this is... uh, this is such a big deal, and I wanted to bring on someone who would know what they're talking about to kind of ascertain the veracity of these events. So, Jamie, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, brother. There's definitely a lot to get into. You know, we were talking off air, and uh, and there's so many different varying degrees of, of and layers of um, – stuff that's going on right now where it's even hard even my own normalcy bias at times has a hard time disseminating exactly which way to lean into this stuff so uh yeah let's get after it yeah i I hear you but but before we jump into the story though jamie is a co-participant with me in the hear the watchman conference and it's in san diego from the uh what 16th of september through the 19th of september still time to get tickets San Diego, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This time of year, I do plan to do at least one day on the beach, at least part of that day, and uh, got family there. So I'm really looking forward to this, and I may be changing what I'm talking about. I have a <laughs> subject prepared, but this may actually change my focus. Jamie, what what are you going to be covering? Yeah, you know what? The, again, there's so many things going on. I, I, I lean a couple different directions depending on, on the audience and how the Lord leads, you know, to speak to different things. And, you know, I've been um, teaching around the country here um, for the last couple of years. Even I just got back from uh, Bards Fest down there in Missouri with Scott Kesterson and, you know, Mike Lindell and, and Dr. Tenpenny and Dr. Artis and and uh, Lee Merkel and and so many other people and and different constitutional lawyers and Dr. Alan Keyes and all these, all these people and 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 uh, and you know on the one hand it's it's hard to know and understand which way to lean because when when you stand in at at these gatherings these big gatherings you go how in the world are we losing like God's got his people everywhere from the White House to the Pentagon to the intelligence apparatus to the lawyers and then down to the blue collar guys like myself, the construction workers and the carpenters and, you know, and the, and the truck drivers and everywhere in between. And they're, they're people who are authentically seeking righteousness and move of God and to overthrow all this wickedness. And I'm going, how in the world are we losing, you know? And so at the one hand, it looks like there's this huge wave of momentum to really be throwing off the shackles and the, and the cold rusty fetters of, of these, uh, oligarch and the machinations of these global elite. But at, on the other hand, you know, I'm, I'm going, we need to prepare now for, to be operating in an underground capacity. We need to prepare now, like now today to be operating in an environment where there may be foreign troops on our land. And I know we're going to get into that here soon. We need to be preparing now for 
a, uh, a global hyperinflationary economy where if people don't understand the context of Afghanistan, your dollar is about ready, just like in the Weimar Republic, where in the course of three months, it went from one million marks to the dollar to four billion, four billion with a B in a matter of months. Over the course of three years, it went from 75 marks to a dollar to four billion marks to the dollar in a matter of three years. And like all of this is converging and coalescing in real time. So yeah, in answer to your question, I don't have a clue what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I, I should mention this too, because uh, Jeannie and Mike Moore are uh, sponsoring this conference and uh, they're, they're, they've brought together such great people. But uh, they asked me to also mention too, we have live stream. And in fact, they're going to give a discount to our audience. Uh, if you use the coupon code Dave20 by going to hearthewatchman.com, and it's just like it sounds, H-E-A-R, hearthewatchman.com, you can get uh, your place online to have unfettered access to all the speakers. And uh, use the coupon code again, Dave20, to take 20% off. But, uh, yeah, Jamie, I'm going to revamp what I was going to do, and I'm going to... Um, go a little different tact here based on the events that are unfolding right now. I entitled the article that I wrote this morning, Were the First Shots of World War III Just Fired? And I listed the location as Kitma, British Columbia, in Canada. And uh, so I think I'm going to be changing what I'm going to be talking about at the conference because, uh, you know, and this kind of will get us into our topic here um, for the day. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but it's documented, even in the mainstream media, that uh, Biden turned over naval Norf the Norfolk naval base to uh, NATO. Did you know that? No, I'm I'm not aware of that. Yeah, that's it. And I was shocked as I started to search for this online. I found a couple of references from regular mainstream media. And to me, NATO does not belong in the United States, and there's no tactical strategic reason why NATO would be here inside the United States, except for one thing. Biden is anticipating some of what we're going to talk about, that he does not control much of the military, he doesn't control the Space Force. I know this firsthand. I mean, I know people who tell me this who have worked in the Space Force or are working. The submarine fleet, that's been well reported that uh, they're outside the control of Biden and a good portion of the Navy, as evidenced by what's going on in the South China Sea to check China, which Biden would never do. And now why would he have the Norfolk Naval Base? I think he's bringing in foreign troops. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a lot going on with that. And when we look at the historical context, even really over the last, I guess, 12 years now since the Obama administration and all that, is that that, that battle between the... Uh, uh, patriot holdouts, uh, you know, the, the authentic, you know, uh, American patriots who actually believe in what we do here as a nation and what re, what we represent, you know, and regardless of their theological background or, or their understanding of uh, and their surrenderedness to God, they still can have a degree of fighting for what is right, for righteousness sake, you know, even if yes. they don't understand how it's all connected. And I mean, it, this, and I, and I know that we're going to touch on this here soon, what's going on up in Canada, but this is the exact same thing that happened under the Obama administration, if people don't remember, is there was a low-yield detonation off the coast of South Carolina, presumably from North, either 
either a ship coming out from Norfolk or from uh, Charleston Harbor in South Carolina and going out to a deep water trench and dropping a nuke that registered a 3.5 on the uh, Richter scale by the USGS because there was an internal coup happening. And that low yield nuke was designed to, was designed to actually be uh, loosed in one of the cities to kick off what they've been chomping at the bit and snarling and gnashing their teeth to do for the last really 25 years uh but they're not they're not on their own timeline they're on god's timeline you know thank thank the lord but yeah uh, and and that's what we see going on you know as it's all emerging right now in real time in canada same thing this 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 competing interest with an internal coup with the holdouts and the sold outs going back and forth warring literally for the soul of this nation and for the for the sanctity and for the viability and for the the longevity of the of the people of the united states of america and it's all going down in real time yeah i I know and i remember too lindsey graham just freaked out when that happened off the coast of south carolina and and refresh the memory of the audience what was the internal coup about at that time and i think the year was 2012 if i'm not mistaken yeah, so at that time, you know, there was obviously major, major different competing interests. A lot of the holdovers that we see today, uh, uh, you know, there's all the chatter even today about the UN Small Arms Treaty being signed in and and uh, the U.S. being acquiesced into that. We know that we've been signed onto that a long time ago under the Obama administration. We've been signed on to some globalistic uh, mystery religion um, type of Noahide laws. We've been signed on to even these different types of uh, NATO treaties, this uh, international globalized police force treaties, all these things people don't realize have been done legally this is when when you if you know and understand the scriptures when it talks about the perversions of justice right and and all this you realize that they've actually done all of this through mainstream legal channels while nobody cares while they've been enjoying their bread and circuses so at at that time the same thing there was a coup between um the more patriotic generals and admirals from the different branches that were warring to keep America safe from the uh, infiltrator in chief who was seeking to erode and dismantle and foment internal strife, civil unrest, revolution, socialism, communism, a reduction in American superiority across the world, a reduction in our U.S. military, so that we were a softened target for a kinetic invasion of the mainland. Sound familiar? Oh, right. And, same I mean, thing going on now. Familiar. Yeah. Same exact thing that's going on right now. You know, I often said that Obama was like the eighth inning setup man for the closer Hillary Clinton in 2016, who would have enacted all of uh, Biden's, excuse me, Obama's policies like Executive Order 13603, the NDAA enforcement, uh, where they can snatch you off the street without due process. I said that that Hillary was going to do all those things. And then along came Donald Trump. It looks like Biden's picking up where Hillary should have been picking up. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I see going on right now. You know, and we we talked about it a little bit off air, you know, especially with these uh, revelations coming out just within the last eight to 12 hours about what's going up on up in Canada and with the the uh, 6.5 magnitude uh, earthquake, quote unquote, earthquake registering on the on the Richter scale being posted by the USGS and then being scrubbed with eight minutes of it being posted. You know, I, I had a dream. You can take it to the Lord. You know what? You take it with a grain of salt. But this is a, a dream that I received from the Lord. 
uh, about five years ago now where um, I was standing with my family against the seawall. And for whatever reason, I live in Iowa, ladies and gents. Like for whatever reason, though, in this dream, I knew that I was overlooking the Puget Sound. I don't know why, but I just knew I was at the Puget Sound and leaning against the seawall. It was a normal evening, business as usual. All the lights were on along the seawall. And all of a sudden, off in the distance across the open water with all this topography kind of all around me on the edges of, the, of this big giant sound, is I saw this huge like whoop whoop and the flash, which I'm very familiar with big rounds impacting and what it sounds like off in the distance. And as this, as I heard the, the, the whooping of the, of whatever was hitting way in the distance, the entire horizon was lit up. And again, for some reason in the dream, I had this understanding that it was a low yield tactical nuke on some island that I couldn't see in the distance, but the, the detonation lit up the horizon. And as the horizon was lit up, I looked across the open water and there were thousands thousands of AAVs, amphibious assault ships, Chinese assault ships that were chugging, pushing through the water for an actual kinetic amphibious landing and nobody even knew it was coming. Nobody, wow. I mean, thousands, an armada, armada, just like what it looked like on D-Days, just landing craft after landing craft after landing craft. And I remember in the dream going, telling my family, oh my goodness, it's happening now. And I knew that it was a full-on kinetic invasion of China. And Somehow, in some way, they were allowed to pre-position and to be here at this appointed moment in time, just like Pearl Harbor, to be hitting through the sound and up through the Columbia River Valley, Valley in real time. So when you, when you and I were speaking off air, immediately the Lord recalled that dream to my mind, like, remember, I showed you that. And it, it's, it causes my hair to stand on end, and I'm going, Lord, what are you doing? Give your people wisdom. Let us not just have an understanding of the times like the sons of Issachar, but let us also know what the church, what your people need to be doing right now. You know, I'm going to say something. If you have not heard of this that uh, is going to send chills up and down your spine, I reported prior to the debacle of uh, Afghanistan, and I don't recall the names of the people involved but I know the event clearly. Um, it was mainstream media, too. This hit the mainstream media in the local Florida press. Um, there was um, there's technology that was being developed in Jacksonville, the naval base there, where they had uh, perfected the ability to use any kind of fluid, even urine, to propel a landing craft that sat low in the water and would avoid radar detection. And this is all in the article. And uh, there was a, uh, um, a Navy, who's a Lieutenant JG, he's in the brig at this time, and I want to say this was like May, maybe in April or May, and he's awaiting trial. His compadre, a businessman of Chinese extraction, who's a member of the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, was sitting in prison and he received a relatively light sentence and the article was critical of the sentence but he had transferred this technology to the Chinese and I want to make sure everyone understands what this technology was this would enable a landing craft and I applied this in my article to the invasion of Taiwan they wouldn't see it coming so to speak unless they had a visual you know on site from aircraft and these uh, landing craft can escape radar detection. They can travel several hundred, if not several thousand miles. They don't have to be burdened with carrying massive amounts of flammable gasoline. Any fluid will do, and I mean any fluid. 
and this could be used as a surprise amphibious invasion. Uh, that kind of fits with what you're saying here, doesn't See, it? See, now that that's crazy to me, Dave, because I had I've never known that. I had no concept of that. And actually, at the time when I had this dream, so I've had three different dreams of a Chinese invasion. Never seen Russians. I've never seen Russians. That's just my own. I've only ever seen Chinese and Chinese invasions three different times in three different ways, but they're all interconnected. But I I I was not that in tune to the Chinese threat five years ago, right? This has been burgeoning uh, as we gain understandings of what the what was going on in the Clinton State Department and the selling off of our assets, right, and the infiltration of our academia and our tech and the Long Beach uh, uh, ports where they can um, just bring in masses of troops at a time and you know all up and down the western coast and Oregon, Washington area as well as Northern California. All this prepositioning of troops and assets, not to mention the infiltration from within. I had no concept of this at the time. I mean, I, I, I had an awareness of, of the fact of Scripture that how God deals with wicked nations in history. He deals with men's hearts and souls in eternity, but he deals with nations in history. And he always speaks to the sword, the famine, and pestilence, but that he will bring a nation against you whose language he does not know, whose own strength is their God. They will live in the houses that you built. They will eat from the vineyards that you planted. They will ravage your wives. They'll dash your children from the walls, right? They'll do these terrible, horrible things. And it says, and in that day, when the battle cry goes out, nobody will respond to you. And that day, all your fighting men will be like women. And that day, and that day, and that day. And all throughout from, you know, uh, Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel and Amos and Hosea and Zephaniah and Nahum and, and Haggai and, and Joel and on and on. It speaks to the same thing over and over and over again, how God deals with nations that were so presumptuous as to, as to have his favor a place where his name could live and dwell and flourish, which America is the only other place besides the Israel that's been allowed to have the name of God be so freely used and to see and, and to know how he de deals with the people who then uses it as a vain thing and tramples it underfoot and builds a city by bloodshed, as it says in, in uh, Nahum 3. It's crazy. So I just, I'm only ever looking at it from a biblical perspective. And so when the Lord loosed this, this dream on me, I was like, oh my goodness, I absolutely believe it. And it will be like with Neo-Babylonian blindness, while we're drinking out of the golden vessels of the Lord, the Assyrians have been amassing and converging and marching across open territory for two years, and everybody's laughing and partying and drinking and virtue signaling with their stupid mask on right up until the day the Chinese armada comes up through the Columbia River Valley. Yeah, well, they're amassing, and let's not forget they're also on the southern border. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you asked me about Sam Arnold. Uh, he's a, now a refugee from the United States under the protection of AMLO, the president of Mexico. And he has information. This is not proprietary. This is actually public in the Mexican newspapers. Not a word of it here. But the three northern states of Mexico are in total rebellion against AMLO's authority. In fact, they first housed 300,000 immigrants that were released the day after Biden was inaugurated. They replaced them with Chinese soldiers. The Chinese soldiers are bringing equipment and training to turn the cartels into paramilitary light infantry soldiers. I mean, this is not in dispute in Mexico. They're, they're reporting this as fact. And Sam, you know, translated some of these articles for me. And we've done shows on it. One man, um, forget his first name, but his last name is DeBaca. 
uh, one of the governors, if he leaves his state, he gets arrested, but he has immunity while he stays in his state, but he is absolutely committed to the communist Chinese. And uh, AMLO's trying to distance themselves from the Chinese control over Pemex and the, you know their national oil firm. So th this is not just a Canadian thing. This is also a southern border thing. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I, I, I know I, I fall prey to it as well, too, right? The Cloward and Piven strategy and, and all these different, I have my own normalcy biases, right? And especially with the Cloward and Piven strategy, it's like there's so much information coming in daily that you almost forget all the connecting dots over the last 10 years or even just over the last six months. I mean, I remember just recently with what's going on in Venezuela and the uh, uh, long range uh, Russian strategic bombers that were positioned there and the the magical sinking of, of that ship right off the coast of Venezuela and the, and the US shifting assets, you know, from, I can't remember if it was the fifth or seventh fleet, forgive me, I, I don't remember, again, too much information, moving down into the Caribbean, which I used to live in the Caribbean on the Dominican Republic. And, and, in, and to look at this from a strategic perspective, you know, and militaristically, is we've already done the same exact thing. It's an island hopping campaign. Coming, yes. getting ready to invade from the southern aspects of the United States of America, the soft underbelly, uh, to be able to infiltrate. And then this doesn't even take into account Hamas, Hezbollah, the deep state actors like Antifa and and, all, and these BLM people that are literally stockpiling and amassing things that we can't even understand. And then the sold out infiltrators from the inside, everything from the county road commissioners up to senators and congressmen and, and men on the joint chiefs. Like it's literally the whole thing has been perfectly prepositioned for an instantaneous as in uh, as in prophetic fulfillment of Revelation 18. I know we have, you know, people have different different dispensations, theologies, but I'm I'm of the understanding through study that the United States of America is mystery Babylon. It's fine if you disagree with me. But it says in a single day and a single hour I saw the smoke arising from her cities and all the merchants of the sea sitting off the coast mourning and wailing who now is going to purchase from us all these good all all of our goods right and it goes on to describe very in detail the spirit and the posture and the economics and the culture of mystery babylon which you know when when you really work it out there's only been one nation in history that fits that and that's the united states of america yeah i, I listen i'm in complete agreement with what you're saying because all the facts line up in this direction we need to step aside just for a second here for our first break ladies and gentlemen we uh jamie and i've been talking both off air and on air about the importance of being well i'm going to put my words into it independent of the system as much as possible uh, we're being set up for massive food shortages in this country and uh same thing is happening in the kansas nations canada new zealand and australia no, no question this is going on and folks, the supply chain is broken. We're eating next year's harvest. This is why you need to get storable food. MPS does a great job. They'll deliver on time. Their prices are reasonable. They got a sale if you go to preparewithdave.com. 25-year shelf life. I've tasted the food. It's like restaurant quality. It's not gourmet. It's not organic. But it's going to help you survive. And you'll be able to tolerate it because there's lots of diversity in the food. And you won't habituate to the same food. So go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And let me share this with you folks. If you wait to get the things we talk about here on this show, 
you are going to be out of luck because hyperinflation is looming on our horizon. So it's a matter of what happens first. Are we in a war? Is it hyperinflation? Does the food run out? Uh, if hyperinflation arrives, you're not going to be able to afford to buy anything. That's why you need to act now. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, satellite communications could become very important in the future. If we rise up, which we're beginning to show signs of doing, and I don't condone the language, and I'm glad I didn't have a young child at these football games, but at football games all across the country this last weekend, the crowds were chanting, F Biden, F Biden, F Biden. And it's showing the divide that's coming. And when the American people rise up from that spirit of we're not going to listen to Biden, he left Americans behind in Afghanistan, he's betrayed this country in so many ways. When they are facing us, the bad guys, they're going to shut everything down. They're going to shut down the internet, they're going to shut down your cell phones, and this is why I have a sat phone. That's why members of my family are going to have sat phones. Why? Because my greatest fear is we're in a city and we're in different locations and we can't rally because we can't communicate. John Moore, former Green Beret, I asked him in an interview, John, what was your scariest moment in combat? He said, when we lost communications. So this is why I'm going to send you to this number to find out more about sat phone service. And it's not expensive. I pay about one-fourth of the cost for my sat phone than I do my cell phone. Uh, call 855-980-5830, 855-980-5830. Well, our guest right now is... Um, Jamie Walden, and uh, we're talking about really all things China, and uh, there's uh, a lot to be worried about, folks. Jamie, as I look at this, too, is the Chinese threat to America, is this biblically prophesized? You know, I can't I can't say outright that it's biblically prophesized. You know, there's... there's um, a lot of different takes, you know. I I try to when I when I'm studying the word and and I'm looking at these things that we really don't know, we see through a glass dimly. I try to look at it from all the all the different angles. Like, what are the academics and the historians and the scholars and the and the Greek and the Hebrew, right? And the historicity. What's it looking at from when they say from this perspective, this perspective, and this perspective? So I just try to take in all the different data points to go. We won't. We aren't really going to know till after the fact. Unfortunately, that's generally the nature of prophecy, unless it's it's very overtly spoken to, like prophecies about Christ. But even the same time, they didn't understand till after he was crucified and after his resurrection and after the ascension and after the disciples went about and after the you know the ingrafting of of the Gentiles. And, and all this stuff that they go, oh, that's what it was talking about. Now we get it. But what we do see very specifically is the totality of the revelation of the character of God towards wicked, lawless nations that sacrifice children, that build their cities by bloodshed, that use usury, Babylonian money, magic systems, that traffic in the souls of men, that uh, worship the gods of Maimon and, and Moloch and Marduk and all these things that, that uh, you know, the Egyptological spirit, I mean, all you have to do is go to Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, hello, who in the world is Columbia, and look at the phallic symbol Nimrod in the, in the, in the shadow of the womb of Semiramis, you know, as our capital building, and go, this is a land of graven images and idols that has been strategically built on the perversions of justice and money and greed and the love of money and blood and the souls of men, like specifically. So that requires something in the annals of history 
uh, biblically, and that's how God deals with the nation. So I, I, I couldn't say that you see it outright, but what you see is the, is the uh, you know, the nature of how God deals with wicked nations in history. Interesting. I'm uh, interviewing L.A. Marzulli tomorrow uh, for the show the day after, and I wanted to ask you your opinion on this, because I know the Bible does touch on this to some degree, but we had uh, the UFO Day of Disclosure, June 25th, and it was a big, big nothing burger. Totally, totally let down. And it was a huge buildup on, like, Fox News, and it was just incredible. What's your view of that? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Actually, L.A. and I were on an expedition in Peru along with uh, Tim Alberino and, and Gary Haven, and uh, we were down there shooting a TV series. And actually, L.A. and I uh, got to be a part of, of uh, extracting um, some teeth from elongated skulls down there to send off for uh, patriarchal DNA analysis. So um, I'm, I'm very in tune to this topic matter. I know I kind of touch on a bunch of different things. I'm a weird dude. Let's just put it that way. Like, I don't know what I do for a living. That's people always ask, what do you do? I'm like, I don't really know. I'm all over the place. But, um, so, so here's what's going on. When you look at the, the context of the totality of all the different global shiftings and movements and, and shakeups that are going on right now, and when you when you take it all in its cohesive, um, uh, you know, preponderance of the evidence, and then when you know and understand what the mystery schools of mystery religions, the Canaanitic, Babylonian, Egyptological type of mystery schools and religions are saying, and then when you look at the scriptures, you go, oh my goodness, this is what they're it, they are setting up all the systems of the world. It's as if Lucifer has perfectly manufactured the deep state, the oligarchs, the child sacrificing pedophilia, Epstein Island, money magic system. They have perfectly erected them this age of darkness for at the appointed time to usher in a, an age of light, a counterfeit age of light. That brings in this whole concept of disclosure and, and the, uh, in the ET question being answered. This is what the Vatican and other other different Orthodox religions are positioning themselves for. This is what the Mormon church, which people have no clue how powerful the Mormon church is, how much money and influence they have. Uh, Bill Gates is a Mormon and on and on it goes. Uh, they, they also have one of the leading transhumanist organizations. This is what all the New Agers and the Adepts are saying. This is what the Luciferian and Luciferian elite. This is what the Illuminists, this is what the Freemasons, this is what the rising of Apollo, the rising of Osiris, the rising of, of, of all these different ancient deities. This is what the phallic symbol of Nimrod is testifying to on your Washington monument and the Washington mall is this day of the age of darkness coming into an age of light. But mark my words, ladies and gents, it will be a counterfeit light. And this is where, this is where I'm going to ruffle, ruffle some feathers. These are the cryptic things, if you know and understand the mystery schools, that Trump was speaking to, that the Bushes were speaking to, that Reagan was speaking to, that Obama was speaking to, and that now O'Biden, oh, oh, I, I can't even help, Freudian slip, right? Yeah. That O'Biden is speaking to is this idea of the awakening, the storm, then the awakening, then the great light. It's as if they have all served their role as a counterfeit John the Baptist, a counterfeit John the Baptist, even Trump with Q and the alliance and all these things to, to systematically demolish 
and implode all the quote unquote dark stuff. It is dark, but it's been used for a purpose. And, and it's, it's been perfectly erected for demolition to bring in this counterfeit age of light. Enter the disclosure and the ET question and the great deception. And the, and the reason why, why I can say that with a degree of confidence is because that's what we see in scripture. It is not the chaos and the consternation that deceives the masses to acquiesce and to come under this new form of global governance, global religion, unification, uh, you know, uh, global money, blockchain-backed cryptocurrencies, counterfeit omniscience, and counterfeit omnipresence of the Antichrist. It is through peace and security and a counterfeit millennial reign of the Antichrist is how it comes about. You enter the, the disclosure and the great deception. And um, in euphemistic terms, we tend to call that Project Bluebeam. Absolutely. So yeah, all the chaos that we see ensuing right now, all the tension, this con this surging of tension, this wearing out of the saints, this grinding action, these wars and rumors of wars, ethnos against ethnos, kingdom against kingdom, all the all the consternations, the perplexities of 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 men looking at the seas and the roaring of the waves, which by the way, that speaks to rebellion. That's talking about rebellion. Men are perplexed by what they're seeing for real, actually perplexed in real time. This is all taking us somewhere. So even this this great divide and the and the Chinese mobilization and then Iran and then Afghanistan and then the tearing down of the borders and then the economic insecurities and then the pandemic, right? And, and it's all actually getting us softened and riped for the demolition of what I, I would call that the new world order because they're going to bring back the old world order. It's the rise of the old world order. The old world order is the rise of of the worship of the arcane gods of old, the golden age of a god of the gods, coming in through disclosure and look at the attributes of the Antichrist. He is more than human. He performs lion signs and wonders, even calling down fire from the heavens. He serves goddesses forefathers knew yet knew not. He doesn't worship this. He doesn't worship that. The whole world marvels after them. All the religions of the world instantly, in an instant, they throw off their dogmas and they say. These guys must be the ones. And they look at the history. They look at the pictographs. They look at the hieroglyphs. They look at the geoglyphs. They look at everything, and, it, and they say all of this actually points to, quote, unquote, these guys and this guy in particular who is now coming in to usher in a new age, counterfeit age, a counterfeit age of utopic reign apart from the justice and judgment of Christ Jesus. That's what it's all centered on. It's an in-run around Christ, and the whole world is going to give themselves over to it. Yeah, I noticed the Pope said that when they arrive, he'll baptize them. Yep. Yeah. The, and he, the counterfeit Pope, said, I should say. Yeah, he's actually said, too, that whoever does not accept a rewriting of the Gospels in light of the new information of our ET brothers, our extraterrestrial brothers, will be considered a heretic. He's also said that. And and when you look at what's going on on Mount Graham with the Lucifer device, hello, I mean, it's like, dude, they don't even they don't even try to mess around anymore. And and when you look at what's coming out of the Vatican Seminary and their speech, and then you look at what's coming out of uh, different, like I said, different or orthodoxies and the ecumenical movement and all these things, and then when you look at how that's all 
all combined with different aspects of the mystery religions and the new age movement and occultism and theosophy and and Alice Bailey and all these things and Aleister Crowley they're all interconnected because it is the we're at the convergence and the emergence of the great deception and this all this China, like listen that's what's hard is we got to deal with the we have the tangible reality right like literally a country under invasion under assault in the middle of a coup but we can't be myopic and get stuck there we need to realize that this is just the first savile it's take they're taking us somewhere this is a part of the process even the complete demolition and destruction of the united states of america why is that so critical and important well, you have to know and understand the founding of America and the uh, Atlantis arising back out of the ocean, right? And and the new Atlantis and the new and the place where the golden age of the gods would one day be rebirthed. We have to understand why this is important to the greater context of the overarching narrative of where this is all going. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying, and um, trying to get people to pay attention to this is very challenging. Then looks at the geopolitical. But the minute you step into this realm, they have real trouble with this. But I think this is what underlines everything. I was in a church a couple of years ago, and the pastor said something very, very insightful. He said, we know we have physical challenges and struggles, but for the first time, really, we're now seeing the spiritual realm bleed into the physical where it's obvious. Do you agree with that? Yeah, there's definitely a tearing of the veil, you know, and and this is part of what's going on even with the pandemic and stuff or pandemic is that it's it's a terraforming. And what people don't understand is is they're actually terraforming the earth for the arrival of these guys. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. <laughs> of these guys. They it's it's terraforming the earth for these guys. One of the ways that they terraform is with blood. Blood is the is the currency of their dark economy and with fear. So it's interesting because it's all a counterfeit because what undergirds God's true and better economy is blood and fear. The blood of the lamb that was worthy, Jesus Christ, is the currency of his economy that can take dead men and men's transgressions and make them pure, spotless, and blameless and present them before the Father uh, without blame and with great joy and fear, the fear of the Lord. It's all about the fear, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. And to those who fear the Lord, they'll hate wickedness. And, the, and to those who fear the Lord, he'll reveal to them the, the depths of the mystery of the covenant. And to those who fear the Lord, they have a refuge. And those who fear the Lord, their children are mighty in the land. To those who fear the Lord, they'll never be shaken. So you have this, this, this war of the realms. One's operating off of the true and better blood and the true and better fear. The other one's operating off of counterfeit fear and counterfeit blood. And they're, they're literally seeking to terraform the earth right now with the perversions, with the blood, with the fear, with the whatever, with the consternations, with the tearing down, with the, with the apostasy of the church and the erosion of the authentic gospel of Jesus Christ by the word of the Lord. And they're terraforming it so that these guys can come walk in the door and have no, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, understand what I'm saying here. No, no really dread of repercussions because the understanding of our identity in Christ alone and our weapons of warfare, having divine power to make war against these guys, literally being donned in the literal armor of God, not the armor of Saul who did not, that did not fit, but the armor of God, Christ Jesus himself on you, over you, in you, and you being in him, like they're able to walk about freely. 
and and then you have the supernatural tearing of the veil from CERN, right? And the Gothard Tunnel base ceremonies and all these things where they physically, through these technologies, just like at the Tower of Babel, uh, they are producing and using these technologies to literally, physically, in the unseen, in a multidimensional universe, tear the veil of the unseen. And that's why we're seeing this stuff break out in real time. And again, we haven't seen anything yet. This is just the opening salvo, but they're taking us somewhere. No, I totally agree. I, I feel like I'm watching a bad rendition of Ghostbusters. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And, and I mean, that's mentally the image that comes to mind, when I, but I see it every day. I'm seeing evil in ways I've never seen before, and, and I, I don't know how accurate this is, but I'll give you an example. I was watching the, the Prime Minister of New Zealand speak and I've watched a couple of her speeches and I look at her eyes and she is just, she's without empathy, she's without pity, and she's just pure evil. You see it in her eyes. She just looks satanic when she speaks. I feel like there is a ghoul inside of her speaking for her. Yeah. Are you familiar yeah. with her? Good old Lucinda? It yeah, and that, I mean, that's what's breaking out in real time because, you know, again, I always go back to the biblical worldview is, is you know, we're told that the love of many will grow cold, will wax worse and worse, right? They'll be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God and, and on and on it goes. But here's, here's the most critical aspect of the spirit of the age is that people are delusional. Mm -hmm. They are under delusions, not ignorance. And this is, I always get in, ba I get in battles with people because I'm like, you are trying to knowledge somebody and present facts and present the case and to present the evidence and, and to look at things empirical and, and objectivity, and you're trying to change them with knowledge, rationale, logic, and truth. Here's the bottom line is no matter what you say, they, it's not that they have a lack of ignorance. It's that they're delusional. They are actually under delusion, and it's not a delusion because because there there's this spiritual warfare going on. It's a delusion because God himself has given them over to it. It says because they love not the truth, God sends them a strong delusion. They're delusional. It doesn't matter what you say. They're never going to receive it. And because they've made all these small choices along the way while they're unaware, just like Samson until he wakes up one day and his hair's chopped off and his strength is gone and the spirit of the Lord has departed from him. It was all the small choices along the way. <clears throat> and, and that's what people don't understand is that you're literally dealing with a globe that is under strong delusions. And they're under strong delusions because God has promised to satisfy the desires of a man heart of a man's heart, right? Psalm 37, like he will satisfy the desires of your heart. And if the desire of your heart is to have nothing to do with the Holy One of Israel and his son, Christ Jesus, and if the desire of your heart is to live for the world and the things of the world and to worship government and to run down to Egypt and to make an alliance with them rather than with the Lord God Almighty himself, he will give you the desires of your heart and he gives you over. He'll give you over to the desires of your heart. And I think that's what we don't understand is that literally the globe is, like I said, being terraformed with the spirit of lawlessness. Yes. There is no rule of law, not even in our biology. We call girls boys and boys girls. We don't even have the rules of laws of nature when we talk about biology and genetics. 
not to mention the rule of law and the Department of Justice. It's the most lawless institution. The rule of law and our law enforcement agencies or the rule of law, the laws of God within our own professing churches. It is lawlessness. And uh, that's what most people need to know and understand. Now, I could not agree with you more. I see it uh, so, so clearly now in the churches today. You know, name it and claim it theology and just you know god's here like your own personal slot machine in the sky uh salvation is ignored repentance is ignored i, I hear exactly what you're saying you know i wanted to share this thought with you because i'm going to definitely share this at the conference i really dug in deeply to the uh, maricopa county audit here in arizona and i had sources on the inside give me information before anything else came out and i started publishing and they all attacked me they called people like Sarah Westall, uh, Paul Preston, and they said, don't talk to Dave Hodges. He doesn't know what he, he's going to ruin the audit. Wait a minute. I'm a private citizen. I didn't sign an NDA, and I don't work for the government. I'm reporting what I was told, and I ended up I was really way ahead of the curve because these people were giving me accurate information. And here's what I discovered in my journey is I looked into what could possibly be the inducements for these corrupt political figures from the governor to the chairman of the board of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to our Secretary of State. And, and I found common themes. It's easier when you look at major officials that could have impacted the election, it's easier to find people who aren't under the economic influence of Communist China or George Soros, which is basically the same thing. Our entire apparatus here in Arizona is controlled by the communist Chinese and their ally, George Soros. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why I think, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the dream the Lord gave me. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it before the Lord in prayer. But um, most people can't conceive or even are even like like they just don't even have the imagery within their own mind about what it looks like to have a full-on infiltration where in a single day in a single hour there is chinese troops everywhere and that's exactly what i've seen in my my and another dream about a chinese invasion is people were coming out of their houses in a suburban neighborhood with intrigue as convoys of five tons would pull up at the head of each block and that and the rear door would the rear gate would drop on the on the five ton trucks and these Chinese troops in full-on, you know, combat kit would jump out of the truck. People were coming out with intrigue and almost like an awkward, uncomfortable smile, not understanding what was going on. They were so oblivious to the depth of infiltration that their mind couldn't even conceive that this was actually an invasion. Even as the troops began indiscriminately mowing down any innocent, it was wholesale genocide, Anybody who they found, they would mow down in real time. That's what I saw in my dream. Wow, I, and it was it was wow. crazy because the people could not conceive of what was going on. But we know, right, and the research shows and the objective empirical data shows that they are here and they are everywhere and they have been brought in and our own leadership is complicit across the board from top to bottom. Exactly. We're going to take our last quick break here. And I'm going to come back and share my dream with Jamie and the audience, but I just wanted to let you know, folks, that if you need protection for your assets, and you do today, if you keep money in the bank beyond a certain, let's say, spending account, like a month or two at a time, you're begging for trouble. And this is why when I was representing Noble Gold, I saw them do so many good things for so many people. I said, I need to find out about these guys. 
and they're no pressure. You have to close the deal. You, they, they will not push you into closing anything, but they'll give you information. They'll tell you where you're at, what the dangers are for what you're into, and if you have assets to protect, you need to do exactly what I've done, and that's align yourself with Noble Gold. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347 and bulletproof your investments. They specialize in 401ks and IRAs, but they do a whole lot more than that too. And uh, one final comment here. I really want to emphasize, folks, that you need to get storable food. I can't stress that enough. I feel compelled from the bottom of my being to the top of my brain to tell you you do not have much time you really don't and if you don't get it from us get it from somewhere but when you buy in bulk from a grocery store you don't buy healthy you buy what you want you buy what's cheap then you sit there and go man I got this unbalanced diet that's why if you go to MPS and buy from us you're going to get balanced diet food restaurant quality 25 year shelf life go to preparewithdave.com well Jamie I wanted to tell you about a dream I had and I think this will probably again kind of be a, a chill producer um, I was with my friend and I won't mention his name here because <laughs> he works for the government and uh, he's afraid of being discovered for his political views but uh, he and I were hanging out in there most of the houses on our on our block and we live very very rural we're all one and two acre homes here and pretty spread out and um, we were watching the Chinese a Chinese tank come down our street and they would fire a shell into the house troops would run in you'd hear shooting and they'd run out with booty they'd be carrying goods from the house and they went from one house to the other my friend and this is true to his nature wanted to stay and fight and i said they got a dang tank we can't fight the tank we gotta run to live to fight another day let's go join our families that was my dream it was eerily similar to what you described yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll share with people that I know what it's like to be on the dominating invasion force side. Um, you know, I was in the Marine Corps infantry. I was a sergeant in the Marine Corps infantry. Sorry, Dave, you called me an officer at the beginning. <laughs> no, I was, enlist I was an enlisted guy. I was a sergeant in the Marine Corps infantry on the ground war up 2003 to take Baghdad. I know what it's like to be on the dominating side of a, of a full-on Marine Corps assault to assume a city. Uh, when we retrograded from Baghdad, we took down a city on Ajaf, you know, uh, some numbers range from, from, you know, two to 2.5 million people in the city of Anajaf, the second holiest city of all, all of Islam. Uh, me, along with my battalion, took that city, coordinated it, shut it down, deposed the government without firing a shot, second holiest city in Islam, Without firing a shot, except for you know, every once in a while we we would. I mean, I mean, not taking any casualties or anything like that. In in a matter of 25 minutes. Yeah. So yeah. for people who don't understand what how what we do when we do what we do and we do what we're trained to do, it is so freaking fast and in your face and intense. Like we are trained to do that. We that's what we do. That's our bread and our and our butter. We, we can take down cities so quick. And so do not be so myopic or naive as to think that the Chinese can't do the same thing. Yeah, John Moore told me, he said, we could take down your nearby city of Phoenix in 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. So Phoenix is, is how, you know, several million people. And same thing. We did it with, 
with a battalion of about 1200 Marines combined, you know, with different, uh, you know, combat arms assets, we locked it down, deposed the government, took down everything, secured it and started patrolling the streets. And it was instantaneous lockdown. You were not coming or going out of that city. So again, um, you know, it's kind of having that faulty self-actualization that people are, are even saying about, you know, the government, Oh, let them come and take my guns. I'm like, do you know what guys like uh, myself or, or others that are trained at way higher levels than me say in response to that? We'll be right there. Cause that, I mean, I mean, that's, that's what we do, right? Like we're door kickers. We do dynamic entry and breaching and we hit hard and we hit so fast. You know, I've trained with SWAT teams where I was the op four inside a house barricaded with a gun trained on the door. Uh, you know, being the, being the asset for the other guys that are trained to make entries, dynamic entries, and they would overwhelm me and take me down still, even though I'm the guy inside barricaded and, and they would overwhelm me and take me down before I could get a shot off. Like you don't understand the capabilities and the competencies of guys that this is what they do for a living. And the same should be true about the Chinese. Do not ever be dismissive of the Antifa, BLM, skinny jean wearing freak shows. Because they're just as violent and vile and dangerous as anybody else. Don't ever be naive about Chinese troops invading. Oh, I read the defense reviews about their armaments and the Russians and half their stuff doesn't work or whatever. You don't understand the warrior mindset. That's what will overtake you, not the technologies and the equipment. So um, just to give some perspective for people. I think that's really well said. Jamie, how can people follow your good work? Yeah, they can follow me at uh, omegadynamics.org. Uh, you can become, you know, just a, a register there and you receive any updates or emails and stuff like that. You know, I have my preachings and teachings on, on YouTube as long as I'll last there. Um, you know, I speak nationally around the country and actually we're getting ready for a big move to Colorado here. So I won't be too far from you, Dave. We're moving in, in two weeks to Southern Colorado where we will be setting up a uh, a family resiliency camp uh, and retreat will will be just pouring into the body of Christ oh Jesus while my. we have time. I, uh, stuff is flashing before my eyes. Uh, the late Bill Pollock, uh, former NSA uh, agent, good friend of mine still today, Vance Davis. The three of us and a couple of astronauts uh, were working with Enron and Ken Lay to set up a survival community based on advanced technology in Southern Colorado in the San Luis Valley. And uh, this is when they took Ken Lay down with false charges, by the way. I want to say everything against him was fabricated. Mm. And uh, the only reason they didn't kill him, and they say he committed suicide, he didn't, is he had multiple kill switches and he joked about it on conference calls we were on with him. We're going to have to talk about this off air because I bet there's some similarities. And by the way, my uh, parents grew up in Marshalltown, Iowa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, I used to ride my Harley up through there all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I love, love, yeah. love the place. Yeah. My grandparents. When my uh, family, my dad's side escaped Germany, that, that's where they relocated. Fantastic area. Well, the conference, again, I want to make sure everyone gets a chance to find out about this. If you can go in person and you're local, that, that's terrific. Um, it's Hear the Watchman. You can go to hearthewatchman.com. It's the 16th to the 19th of September, so it's coming up here pretty quick. And Jamie and I are both going to be there along with people like Lisa Haven. You're going to love it, guys. It's going to be terrific. And uh, if you can't go and you want to watch it live stream, you can use my name, Dave20, for the coupon code at hearthewatchman.com to get a 20% discount. Jamie, um, chilling stuff, but I do appreciate your expertise. Outstanding, outstanding interview here today with you. So thank you so much. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and just to remind people, especially if you're in Christ Jesus, if you're not, you know, do business with them. Thank he you. is who he's Thank you for saying that. Very well said. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us and thank you, Jamie. Thank you.